The Gucci Girl, Prada Professional, Coach Queen, or Target Trendsetter. No matter how you describe her, she's the most powerful consumer in the country. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Join marketing to women expert Maria Ritan, principal at Top Sale Strategies, as she chats with those in the know so that your business can grow. Now please welcome our host of Purse Strings, Maria Ritan. Good afternoon and welcome to Purse Strings. I'm Maria Retan. Thanks so much for joining me today. You can catch Purse Strings right here every Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Each and every week, you'll learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country. The 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending. The woman. Well, first up, Snapchat is testing commercials. You knew it was going to happen, right? Of course you did. Well, I found this article by Jack Loeschner in Media Post Research Brief, and I was kind of bummed out. I knew it was going to happen, though. But they are testing a new format called commercials, which will be unskippable. That's the key here. Six-second ads that run in select Snapchat shows. Um, but not in the magazine-style Discover editions. Now, it says that right now Snapchat is still unprofitable. That is the challenge sometimes with these digital platforms. And with the unskippable ads, it'll be like TV shows. So that will give them a base, uh, at least a little bit of a financial base. And Snapchat is still trying to grow users and they keep missing growth expectations, apparently. Um, and we all know, too, that they kind of play to that younger demographic, which in itself can be just a, a little bit, um, you know, narrow, niche, if you will. Um, now, when it comes to skipping ads, now that has been a challenge in the past. Uh, 69% of Americans always or often skip ads, and um, that's actually extremely high for 18 to 24-year-olds, which happens, of course, to be Snapchat's uh, main customers. So, if you're a Snapchat fan, be prepared for those ads. Our first profile today is the Alpha Mom. She's a Gen Y target, probably skipping those ads as well on Snapchat or trying to. Um, she's 30-something years old, college grads, married, employed full-time parents, making about $121,000. She keeps up with fashion. In fact, she considers herself an influential trendsetter. She's confident, embraces her own individualism, but she says she is an ambitious workaholic, motivated to get to the top of her career um, and really trying hard every single day. Although she does say, you know what, it's not just about the job. It's just not about the career. It is about seizing those opportunities in life. And so as a result of that, she is out there experimenting with things like new styles, new stores, and new designers. So where is she shopping? Neiman Marcus is a big one. Ikea, Williams, Sonoma, and Nordstrom. She's driving BMW and Volvo. And for media choices, um, she's uh, reading in style time magazine first for women vogue and um, w so my guest today knows a lot about these alpha women in fact a lot of them start their own businesses and that is what cheryl Lightshoe is all about for the past 31 years she's had her own small business her own consultancy and many of her clients call her a yoda for small business owned uh 
women-owned businesses and solo entrepreneurs. She describes herself, however, as a leadership results consultant. She's also a speaker, a podcast host, and an author. And it's her new book, Straight Talk for Smart Business Women, that I have her on today to share some insights from that book, why she wrote it, and what you can learn from it. So you're going to want to stick around to Purse Strings when we return in just a moment. Her Strings will be right back after a word from our advertisers. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. The Web Marketing Association is now accepting entries for the 2018 International Web Award Competition. Web Marketing Award winners receive an image plaque, certificate of achievement, higher visibility for your company, valuable feedback from our expert judges, and links to your site from the highly ranked Web Award site. Visit www.webaward.org to nominate your company, site, or organization. Deadline for entries is May 31st, 2018. Go to www.webaward.org and sign up today. WebmasterRadio.fm is the destination for education, entertainment, and engagement. Engage with our panel of on-air experts and peers by following us on Facebook, Google+, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can listen to WebmasterRadio.fm on air or on demand from our website or through iTunes, Stitcher, or however you get your podcasts. Interact and stay informed. Just search for WebmasterRadio.fm. Her Strings is back with the inside track on today's women. Once again, here's Maria Rutan. Welcome back to Purse Strings. My guest today is Cheryl Lightshoe. For the last 31 years, Cheryl has had her own consultancy. And in fact, her clients call her a Yoda. I love that. A Yoda <laughs> for small women-owned small businesses and solo entrepreneurs. Um, she describes herself, however, not as a Yoda, but as a leadership results consultant. And she provides leadership coaching, leadership training, and consulting. And just add speaker, podcast host, and author to that list. And there you have it. You have Cheryl Lightshoe. And I'm thrilled to have her back on the show today. Cheryl, welcome. Oh, thank you, Maria. I'm so delighted to be back. Thank you for gracing me with your presence again. Oh, you're I'm sweet. I'm so thrilled to have you. You know, <laughs> as I was preparing for the show, I was thinking about the first time we ever met and the first time you were on Purse Strings. And I think it was when you had your first book, The Leadership Energy, Unlocking the Secrets to Your Success. And you came on the show and you talked about that phenomenal book and the great the great outpouring of support you were having with that book. And here you are today talking about your next book, Straight Talk for Smart Businesswomen. So I'm excited to have you back. Uh, it doesn't seem like that long ago that you were on to begin with. So how in the heck did you manage to crank out another book and why did you write it? Sharon, what was your inspiration? <laughs> yeah, my husband asked the same questions. You know, why did you write this book? What are you doing here? Uh, well, I 
So when when I was on the show last time, I was I was actually working two different sides of my business. So I was continuing to do the corporate consulting, which led to the Leadership Energy book. But I was also having women-owned small businesses showing up at my door saying, Cheryl, it looks like you're doing something right. You're still in business and you look like you have a pretty good lifestyle. Help me with how I can be as successful as you with my entrepreneurial business. So I started a podcast because I was mentoring some of these women, but they all had such great stories and they had such great lessons that they were learning. And after two years of having my podcast, which by the way, Maria, you inspired me to have my own podcast, by the way. (laughs) But after two years of doing these interviews, I said, you know what, there's a book just ready to be written. I have all this great research from all these women. They, the, the lessons are similar. There's some similarity in messaging. There, a model was being created in my head as I was hearing these stories. So last summer, I just said, I don't have a choice. This book is waiting to be written. And it just it almost wrote itself because of the wisdom from all the women that contributed to this book. Well, you were paying attention is what you were doing, Cheryl, all those women. You were paying attention. You were recording it. And that is the beautiful thing. When you have a podcast, you do have all of that oral history that you can go back to and, and glean. It is it is a wonderful thing. And I'm, yes. I'm so proud of you to have taken advantage of that and, and put all that out for people who maybe didn't catch all those podcasts. Uh, but, you know, you're in such a right space working with female-owned businesses. I mean, I, I've talked about the stats here many, many times that more women than men launch their own small businesses each year. And yet, women continue to struggle to grow that business uh, beyond the 1 million mark. So what, in your great wisdom, Cheryl, based on all the women you've talked to, what seems to be the challenge with that? Yeah, that's a great question. And and so it, it's not only those women, but also my own, you know, journey as being an entrepreneur. I think the first piece is just confidence that we we as women don't think bigger. And I think men tend to just launch out of the gate saying, of course, I'll have a million dollar business. And we as women are like, well, I'll start this thing and we'll see kind of where <laughs> it goes. And maybe if I can make six figures, well, that would be really nice. So we sort of hold ourselves back, which is is consistent with even women in the corporate world. Um, it, there's research out there that shows that if you have a job description and it has 10 criteria on it, a man, if they have three of them, will apply for that position. A woman, if they have nine of them, will think they're not qualified. Mm -hmm. And I think the same thing happens as an entrepreneur. We just think, well, we're probably not really qualified, but boy, we're really passionate about something. So that confidence of not thinking big enough. And then the other thing I think that happens is that men set themselves up early with the resources that they need to be successful. Mm-hmm. So if you ask a, a man early in their business, what you know, what do you, how did you get set up? They'll say, well, I have a banker, I have a lawyer, I have a, a business coach. I have. When you ask women, they're like, well, I've read some things, I've taken some classes. They they don't see that they really need a bigger team in order to launch this. And I think part of that also taps into that mindset. I don't know if this is really going to be a legitimate business. So it's our own confidence level that gets in the way. Mm-hmm. Well, and it does. It makes total sense. I can certainly commiserate with that as well as being an <laughs> owner of my own business. And, mm-hmm. and you, ju- you just kind of kind of addressed some of this about some of the things that women think of when they start their business and how men really surround themselves with kind of everything they might need. Are there what what are the specific things you should consider bef- before starting your own business? 
Well, you know, it is having your own business is there are so many hats you're wearing as an entrepreneur. And if you were in a corporate job, you would have all these other departments that would handle it. You'd have a finance department, you'd have a marketing department, you know, you'd have a communications department, you, uh, you'd have an administrative assistant. So you'd have all these components of the business. And I think just structurally, you need to think about who do you need to surround yourself with? Now, I know early in your business, you don't have a lot of money to spend, but it doesn't mean that you have to spend a lot of money. You just need to recognize who's going to handle marketing, who's going to handle sales. If it's not you, then who? Who's going to help you define what programs you want out there? Who's going to help you define your niche? Who's going to help you define your brand? You just need to recognize the complexity of owning a small business because it's all these departments that come together and then determine where is that you are best to, to fill that role and who are the partners that you need. I have one entrepreneur I'm working with right now, and she's just overwhelmed because she's handling everything. And I said, what if we could just give you four hours a week? And she goes, oh, that would be wonderful. And I said, well, I have a, a, a virtual assistant that I can connect you up with who charges $20 an hour. So can you do 80 bucks a week to get this off your plate so that you can be investing in, you can be investing your time in the things that are really going to bring in revenue? Well, she could do that, that fit in her budget. So whether it's, you know, $80 a month, $80 a week. It's just who, what's the complexity of this business and who do you need to think about as your partners so that you aren't doing everything 12 to 14 hours a day? That's not going to be useful mm-hmm. in building your business. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that the key there is building your business. You might mm-hmm. be able to keep your head above water, but not build it. So what are the, beyond kind of getting your head around the partners you might need, are there some common pitfalls that you see women experience as they try to grow their business? Some of maybe we can all learn from you, Cheryl, those things that you see kind of repeat across women-owned businesses. Yeah. Uh, I, so I've already talked about that confidence. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the, that's step one, is that we just need to be willing to have our voice out there and be confident to think bigger and allow our message to be out there. I, one of the tools I often give women-owned small businesses is I say, Say, you need to talk to 120 people and you need to tell them what it is that you do. And their eyes get big. And I say, mm-hmm. this is not about a Facebook post. This is not about sending an email. This is about creating 120 people who understand what it is that you do. So that's another common pitfall is that women sometimes think we can serve everybody. And so they go into business because they want to serve everybody. And where and I'm not saying men don't men do it differently, but I think men have an easier time kind of narrowing in on a niche. And when you try to serve everybody, you're tr- you are really serving no one. And it makes it really difficult for you because you can't identify where do I find the people who are going to pay me money for what I do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, and so you need to start to niche and begin to figure out who's where am I going to start? You aren't going to miss everybody. You know, you aren't going to miss expanding if that's what you want to do, but you really have to focus in and narrow in on who is it that you want to serve first and what is it that you're going to offer them and what is it that you're going to solve. So I think that's number 2 and I have two more I think that um, get in the way of women in their business. Number 3 is we personalize everything. Mm-hmm. And I wish, you know, and I I think it's a gift that we women bring is that we do care so much and we are concerned about how people react to us. But when you personalize everything, it, st- it, it gets you stuck. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it, it you you become you become discouraged because when you hear that no or when somebody just doesn't immediately jump onto your package you think oh my gosh i'm doing something wrong um and I found in my own business, sometimes I'll have a conversation with somebody and it'll be five years later before they're, <laughs> they're actually ready to do something or interest in what I have to solve. But I planted a seed earlier on. So mm-hmm. their non-reaction or their no, if I personalized it, I, it would stop me. So mm-hmm. personalization is a um, pitfall. And I think the fourth one is that we tend to do it all. We do that in life, don't we? <laughs> right. So we, yeah. why not do it in business, right? So why not do it in business? You know, I, I, we all, as women, we, we can usually multitask, even though multitasking really doesn't work. Uh, but we can really c- accomplish a lot of things. But it's not the wisest way to build your business. You really need to think about where do I best invest the time that I have. Mm-hmm. Right. And I, I loved your what you threw out there about talking to 120 people. Uh, I do think a lot of people feel like, wow, that's that's a lot. First, you have to get your story down, right? It forces right. you to get your story down. And then it gets you really comfortable talking about it. And to your point earlier about planting seeds, you never know where those conversations are going to take you. And I would say it's just not 120 people. It's the first 120 people, right? Exactly. Something you've yep. got to keep doing. Um, but, you know, I think there are a lot of places women do excel, Cheryl, right? I'm sure you would agree that that you've seen that really help them be successful. What are those areas? Yeah, we'd already touched on one of them, that personalization. I mean, you know, the the, uh, the positive side of that is that we just really care. Most of the women, and again, I'm not saying men aren't this way, so I don't want any emails coming at me <laughs> saying, well, what about men? I too am caring. Yes, you are. But women in particular are, are really caring. Most of the women I see when they start their businesses, they really are very passionate about what they're offering. They really want to serve others. So I think that servant leadership that comes in for women is just a natural component of who they are. And the other piece of that servant leadership is the collaboration with others. Um, When I started my business, it was the old competitive model of being in business. And you didn't share anything with anybody Mm -hmm. because God forbid that somebody else should uh, take somebody who could be your client as if you own these people out there. Now, I just see a different spirit as women have grown in the business world that we just collaborate with each other. What's not right for me, I'm happy to hand off to you and mm-hmm. and that we all can be successful if we come together. And I think that that is a huge um, area that women excel in and really helps them build and grow their business. Mm-hmm. I would agree. And I know that, that you you talk about this, you advocate for this, to, to kind of have a community of other women business owners when you launch your business, because it is important to have that support system and to learn from each other, correct? Oh, absolutely. You know, being an entrepreneur is really a lonely venture. You know, <laughs> and if you don't have other trusted resources, people you can call up and when you're having a bad day who can kind of kick you a little bit and get you on track, or those who support you, or those who open doors for you. So having that virtual board of directors is really important as a women-owned business because it's it's you want somebody to celebrate with, but you also want somebody to kind of help you rise and help you help you continue to grow and build. 
Mm-hmm. Cheryl, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about not only your book a little bit more about, but you have other resources as well that are so helpful for women entrepreneurs and solo entrepreneurs. So everyone stick around. Cheryl Lightshoe comes back in just a moment with more straight talk for smart businesswomen. Stay tuned. Her strings will be right back after a word from our advertisers. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. All of your favorite WebmasterRadio.fm programs on air and on demand 24-7. Find our shows on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and anywhere you download your podcasts. Add some podcasts to your playlist as part of a better profit margin. More refreshing talk radio on air and on demand 24-7. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Her Strings is back with the inside track on today's women. Once again, here's Maria Rutan. I've been chatting today with Cheryl Lightshoe. If you've listened to this podcast for a while, you know Cheryl. She has been her own consultant for 31 years, running her own small business. I don't even know if you call it a small business, but a very successful business. And she has been taking forward those words of wisdom out into the marketplace and helping other women with their own small businesses and solo entrepreneurs be successful. So she's, in the past, she's done coaching and leadership training and consulting. And and today she speaks and she's a podcast host. And of course, she's an author and she has her second book out, Straight Talk for Smart Business Women. And that's why she's on today. Plus, I just like talking to Cheryl. I always (laughs) feel like Cheryl has great things to share when she's on. Um, And, you know, it's interesting. Entrepreneurship was so new 20 years ago. You know, so few people did it, certainly not women. And now it's something that's being taught in colleges and universities as as you can get a degree in entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, as we've seen the destabilization of employment, you know, we're just a number within corporate America and people feel like they can be balanced. I think they are attracted to the freedom and building something from scratch and kind of pursuing that dream. I'm sure you hear this all the time as reasons that women start their businesses. Yes, I do. And, mm-hmm. and also, it's inspiring, right? So, I know you've, you've put this book out, you've written this book because you, there are some best practices that women can follow. And not only do you, they have the book as the resource, but you also have an online academy and, a, and your podcast. So talk about the online academy and how people can resource that. Yeah. You know, as I was thinking about how can I support women-owned small businesses, because that really is my mission moving forward. I'm, I'm in what I call my legacy stage of my life, that chapter in my book. Mm-hmm. And it's no longer about creating a, this great big business. It's more more about how do I keep implanting into the world. And I love being a women-owned entrepreneur. 
I love the uh, the uh, the what it's given me and the life that it's blessed me with. And if I can do that to support other women entrepreneurs, more that's wonderful. That just makes my life magical. Um, but when I was looking at what was out there and ways that I could support women-owned businesses, I became really frustrated with all the noise that's out there. All these magic bullets, you know, sign up for this course and you'll learn how to do webinars and make six figures off of doing a webinar. I've taken those courses. I've never made six figures off of a <laughs> webinar. I'm sorry. Um, and so I began to think about, I'm not going to promise these magic bullets, but what I am going to do is I'm going to offer just-in-time modules, if you will, like a menu of critical areas that maybe women are stuck on. So right now, the Academy has uh, defining your niche, defining your brand, signature systems, money mindset. Those are the four courses that I have. I'll be adding more. But but it, it really is, where are you stuck? Well, I'm trying to market to the world. Okay, that's not going to work. So let's let's help. Let's give you a process where you can really hone in on your niche. Um, so I've got a course on that. So that's what the academy is all about. It's not about selling magic bullets. It's not about giving you all the answers in one place. It's really about being able to say where is it that I'm stuck or what piece is missing. And then here's a online course with access to me. So uh, lots of email access, lots of interchange of ideas that uh, can help you get unstuck and, and build those components that you need. So that's the purpose of the Academy. Well, and they can go straight to your website to get that as well. And I'll be uh, giving everyone a, a, the URL to that in just a minute. But you also have the podcast. And I know you feature some really successful small business owners as well. And how are you enjoying the podcast? And I'm sure you're probably learning tons from oh. the people that you interview. So I love the podcast. I love it for two reasons. Number one, I love the stories, and they're all. Pretty, it's a pretty simple format. I ask people to tell their business story and then three business lessons, um, and it's amazing the feedback that I get from people, from listeners who are saying, "Oh my, that's exactly what I was struggling with when mm. when they talk about their lessons." But it also, I love the fact that when I have the uh, people on that I'm interviewing, they're going, "This was really powerful for me to begin to think about my story and what it is." that I've learned. So the, the, the interviewees are getting benefit from it as well. Um, so it's, it's just a fun podcast. There, it's nothing deep and serious. It's really just stories from other women-owned small businesses. So again, you don't feel alone. You feel like, mm -hmm. yeah, I, oh, that's an interesting business. Yeah, those are lessons that I've also learned along the way. So where can people hear you, Cheryl? Well, it is on iTunes, Straight Talk for Smart Business Women. Uh, it is on iTunes, or you, or if you go to my website, you'll see a podcast link, and it will take you right to the podcast interviews. Yep, and that website is Straight Talk for Smart Business Women as well. So, before you leave, what would be just a few short words of wisdom that you would share with listeners out there who may be thinking about launching her own business this very day? Well, I believe every woman can be a successful entrepreneur, but they need the discipline to be a successful entrepreneur. It's not difficult, but it requires a commitment, information, and tools to do so. 
and you have the tools that you uh, can share. <laughs> I have some, and you I have resources do. I can point you to. If I don't have it, I'll tell you where to get to find them. You are a very good resource, and I do want to encourage everyone to go out, pick up a copy of Cheryl's latest book, which you can get on Amazon, by the way, Straight Talk for Smart Business Women. You can also go to the website of the same name, learn more about Cheryl, find those online Academy resources as well as listen to her podcast. Cheryl, thank you so much for being back on the show today. I really appreciate it. Oh, Maria, you're delightful. Thank you for having me. A pleasure. And thanks to my producer, George. And join me right here next week for another edition of Purse Strings, 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Until then, make it a great one. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.